don't forget, the What Are You Doing podcast is now on every major podcast media platform, such as Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, and many more. From all of us here at the What Are You Doing podcast, thank you for listening, and let's get to the show. How's it going, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the What Are You Doing podcast. This is a special episode of the What Are You Doing podcast called the Solo for Show Show. It's where me, your host of the regular What Are You Doing podcast, I just hang out and talk to you guys a little bit about my life, a little bit about the things going on in the world, and a little bit about the Five Bag Smackdown. Damn it, I'm getting good at that. The Five Facts Smackdown is where we get five random facts from the internet, checked, double-checked, and triple-checked by the young JP, and delivered by me. Now, see, okay, remember how I was telling you guys, oh, my life was on fire, dude. Remember when I was saying, my life's on fire, my life's on fire, and it was, and it is, and guess what happens when your life's on fire? You get busy, dude. You get busy, and I'm not talking about the, you know, getting busy none, none of that getting busy none of that kind of getting busy i'm talking about like i'm fucking busy life gets in the way my life's on fire it got in the way of the podcast and that's why it's been a while since i've talked to you guys now these are my fucking podcast and i can do whatever i want yeah but i know you guys i know you guys are looking for it and it's like where is it where is it where is it dude my life's on fire okay Things are happening. Things are happening. Dude, this, this is how I feel. But the thing is, I can't be... Because I have too much stuff to do and my life's on fire. So, uh, I'm back. I'm fucking back, dude. It's time. It's time for the Solo for Show show. Let's get into the podcast with our terribly mouth-rendered theme song of the what are you doing podcast theme song theme song it's called the sleepy song There it is, dude. There it is. It's called the What Are You Doing Podcast theme song. Obviously, I make a new theme song every single week, and that was a theme song for this week because, dude, Papa's, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And that's hard to do. Believe it or not, rewind that shit and do that with me and try to do that, dude. That's not easy to do. You're going to be like, oops. Can't do it. Can't do it. What is new? What's popping? Okay. So, I do all, all kinds of stuff is new and popping, dude. All kinds of stuff is new is new and popping. But with me, Papa's tired. Papa's having a day. Papa's been having a day. It, there's been a lot going on. I got a new schedule. I got new. I got new stuff going on. I got a new music video we're shooting, dude. Okay, it's been a while. I forgot. So, this new music video I'm shooting is for a call. It's a call. It's for a called Shine Kynan. It's, oops. Oops. It's for a, a song called Shining. And uh, it's just about fucking shining. You know what I mean? Just be, just being bright when everyone else is being dark. And when people are being dark around you. And when people are, 
uh, talking shit and with people's when your name's in people's mouth in the wrong way, and you're just like, nah, don't care, dude. Hey, don't care. Hey, mm. buy some knee pads. Because I don't care. I don't care, dude. You can have my name in your mouth like that, dude. I'm shining. I'm over here. I'm shining. Shit's bright. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting a tan. I'm getting a tan for my own shine, dude. And that's what's happening, dude. So that's what the song's about. And uh, we filmed the first half of it last Sunday, I believe. And uh, my uh, my boy Jeremy Oman was there. My boy Zach Lewaki was there. Obviously, Laser Smith was there. And uh, LJ Luke Jackson uh, was filming it. And man, oh man, dude. Like the last two videos, yeah, sure. All right, cool. Those are videos. That's all they really are. This video, you guys don't even know it's coming. And like we we did every single thing we could to make sure this thing ended up good. Dude, we had a craft table, dude. You know what I'm saying? People showed up to the shoot. There's there's donuts. There's coffee. You know what I'm saying? That's how we go. That's how we do. We had water bottles, the whole deal. And I'm getting messages, and I don't want to. So, oops. Oops. And Damo Banks is messaging me. What, is, what does Damo Banks have to say? He sent me, finally happening, everyone ghost killer entertainment. What, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? Hold on. Let's, let's see. What he thinks is something that you want to, okay, My Chemical Oh, oh, oh he's, yeah, he's telling me the, that My Chemical Romance uh, concert's coming out. By the way, dude. If you're not a My Chemical Romance fan and you and you never heard, let's say you never even really gave it a chance. Now, the Black Parade isn't the best. It's not the best of their stuff. Now, everyone thinks it's the best, but their CD before that was way better. Uh, and they probably all sold out completely now. So why would he even send me that? Cool. Thanks. Hey. But anyway, back to the video, dude. Uh, we did everything we could. We got these shots, these beautiful, beautiful shots, dude. Like... The last two videos were straight up music videos, okay? Like they were just music videos. I'm dancing, I'm 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 tumultuous areas, and and they were cool. But this one, this one's gorgeous, dude. This is there's some pretty pretty shots in this, and I can't uh, I can't really express how awesome it is and how excited I am to get it out. Now, am I am I a huge part of it? I was in front of the screen. <laughs> I was in front of the screen. I mean, I was in front of the camera, sure, but I wasn't behind the camera. LJ was behind the camera, and he's the one who got the beautiful shots. Now, I can just be, I can be as beautiful as I can be. You know what I mean? I'm shining, you know? I can be as beautiful as I am, and that's all I can do. And is it, is it enough? Is it enough for LJ to be able to do his job? Yeah. But also, LJ did his fucking thing on that. And um, these shots. So he, I, I, we backed it all up on my computer. So I took the footage home. I started making a cut just for fun because you, you guys know that, I, I, not that I have enough fucking work to do, right? So I'm, so I start making a cut for fun. And even the cut that I made, which I'm not good at, all any of that stuff. I'm not good at filming. I'm not good at uh, cutting stuff together. At least not great at it. And even this, even when I cut together, I was just like, oh, dude. This is going to be beautiful, and it's going to be beautiful, and I'm really stuck, stiked about it. Oh, my God. Oops. You can tell. You can tell, man. It's been too much going on. There's been too much going on. Uh, Man, dude, you know what? Dating, man. Dating is tough, man. It's tough because, uh, you know, you, you start talking to a young lady, and you try your best. You're like, I'm a man. 
I'm here. I'm not going to get connected. I'm not going to I'm not going to let myself fall into this trap again because I know I know she'll be leaving or she'll pull some shit and I'll have to fucking I'll have to fucking scoot scoot, you know, but then you do anyway. And then it happens, you know, or it doesn't happen. Sometimes it doesn't. Some some guys are out there. Some guys are listening right now and be like, I got dude, my baby mama's sweet. I got I got everything. I got everything I want. I got the house, the car, the kids, you know. But um, when you're a young man on the grind, when you're really, really grinding hard, it's it's kind of it's really hard to keep a young lady around um, because it's hard to give people the attention that they need, you know. And uh, it's it's for all of us out there, all you guys out there who are grinding super hard and uh, you're you're having a hard time finding love, you know, try, try, having a hard time finding a young lady that's that's ride or die. Be patient. And I know you're looking at me like, well, what are you talking about? Be patient. You haven't found shit either, motherfucker. And the thing is, <laughs> you you ain't found shit either, motherfucker. And the shit is, uh, and the shit is. Oops. And the thing is, is that uh, you just got to hold on to it. You know, you just got to hold on to like the just thinking about it. Like, okay, it'll happen. It'll happen. I'll find a ride or die. A ride or die will come around. And if they don't, dude, guess what is ride or die? The fucking grind, dude. The grind is ride or die. The grind's always going to be there for you. Having a bad day? Having a bad day at work, dude? Go home, write up a song, dude. A song that you won't even show to anybody. Some stupid-ass song called, like, uh, called, like, work sucks. Uh, work sucks. Uh, my boss is the worst. The work sucks. Uh, my boss is the worst. The worst sucks. You know? And <laughs> worst song ever, dude. Worst song ever. Um, but, like, you can do that. And you can, and you just feel creative and it feels good and you feel uh, a little bit better. And so there's always that, you know? And uh, if you lose a young lady, you just get back to work. You know, you take those hours that you were spending with her and and spend them on on something productive, and you'll be all right. And I I know that that for me, I always say that's the cure to everything, dude. And I understand that that sounds ridiculous, but um, for me, dude, it has been the cure for any everything. Anything that happens in my life, I'm just like, all right, time to make some music, dude. You know, even on the very worst day of my life. On, so far, the worst day to date, so far, uh, the day my dad my dad passed. That was the worst day of my life. It still is the worst day of my life, and uh, you know, and I, two hours after, like I I found out at work. I left work. I went to uh, my parents' house where you know my mom and uh, he was, and uh, saw what was going on. You know, said said what I needed to say, and I went to band practice. You know what I mean? Didn't say shit to anybody till the end, just because I wanted to get through it. And uh, we, you know, we played through the set a couple times, and it was rough. And but the thing is, it helped me a lot. Like if I would have went home, man, I don't know. You know, I don't know what would have happened. I'm not saying that something crazy would have happened, but I wouldn't have been all right. So I went, I went where I knew my boys were. I went where I knew my music was, and uh, I had a good couple hours. And and just kind of let it let it uh simmer and I, and then at the end we all had a toast you know and uh, God I just remembering that day like it 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 hits it hits me like that day not only it was it the worst day of my life you know but it was it was one of the best because I found out something really sweet about uh, what I love to do and uh, I found out that it can it can literally 
heal up any anything that's going on. You know what I mean? And uh, if you don't have something like that in your life, then I encourage you to f- find something like that. Find anything that that you can be have a real passion about. It doesn't matter what it is. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if someone else says it's fucking stupid. I think I think fishing is stupid, dude. I think fishing is. I can't even. I can't even tolerate the thought of fishing. But if fishing is your thing, dude, go for it, man. If it can get you through some tough times, go for it, man. If it can get you uh, put food on your table, go for it, man. And you know what, dude? I don't think fishing's that stupid. If, dude, if if one of my homies was like, I'm going fishing, and I messaged him on Facebook, and I was like, or I hit him on the comments, and I was like, ah, ah, fishing. And then he was like, all right, then I guess you're not getting this four-pound carp I just caught. I was going to come over and cook it up with you, but I guess I'll take it home. Then I'd be like, oops. You know? So, dude, you know what? If you, let's say, let's say you're a young man. You know, you're you're a manager. <laughs> Let's say you're a young man. I'm gonna get it for this. Let's say a young man, you're a manager of a of a of a let let's say it's just a, a gas station. You're a manager of a gas station, head manager, young man, having tough times. And you're looking at you're looking at some of your girls' clothes. You're like, those are some cute clothes. They look good on her. Why won't they look good on me? Next thing you know, every Wednesday night, you're going out to perform some burlesque. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, dude? Let's say that that's what you're doing. Now, am I am I gonna be? Am I gonna go? Uh, Oops. Yeah, 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 dude. I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna be like, buy some knee pads. Stop it. But you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about how I feel about it. You're going out there. You're giving it your all, and it makes you feel good. And that, and it, and it takes it takes some time. You know, it takes some practice. Maybe you get paid for it. Who knows? Maybe people like you enough, and they'll start paying you for be being a you know a burlesque man. Who knows? Put some food on your table. I don't know. I'm just saying, go out there and uh, and really, really try to find something if you don't have it. Because man, does it help? Man, does it help? Especially when you start getting into your I'm 30 now, and I'm uh, gonna be 31 soon. And once you get past your 20s, where everything moves so fast, and like now things are kind of slowed down, and you you have time to dwell, and you have time to think about things that you shouldn't be thinking about, and time to make bigger mistakes than you could ever make. And uh, it really helps to have something that you can just go do by yourself or with your boys. You know, where are we? Where are we? 14 minutes? 14:45. Man, this, like. This podcast goes crazy fast. I'm going to do another one this week, uh, probably in a couple days or something like that. Uh, depends on when JP sends me the facts. But uh, I like doing this podcast. I love doing the solo podcast. But the thing is, life gets in the way, and I'm sorry. Life gets in the way, and I'm sorry for you guys who are who are like, what the fuck, man? Rogan, Rogan's dry, you know? The King and the Sting is dry, you know? Um, uh the fighter and the kids dry this week, but uh, but what are you doing is always going to be there, and it wasn't, and I'm sorry about that. And consistency is a thing in my life that I like to to hold dear to me, but 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 at the same time, my life's on fire, and I can't help it. You know, I can't help it. Last Sunday, Sunday is when I usually uh, do the solo podcast. I was gone all day doing a doing a video shoot, so you know, 
life's on fire and I can't do anything about it. And uh, you guys just have to bear with me. If you guys, if you guys are here, if you guys are fucking uh, true ballers, you'll always be here, you know. And uh, I just want to give it up to some of my homies right now. I know that sounds stupid. Give it up to some of my homies. Oops. But um, there's some guys out there real, really grinding, and uh, you know, obviously Laser Smith, the Young JP, uh, LJ, uh, this dude named Shane. Uh, he runs Sad Trap Clothing. He also has a film thing that he does. He like films music videos. Um, sh- and uh, um, Miggy Bars, dude, Miggy Bars, Dre Morrow, all these dudes are really, really grinding. And uh, you know, oh, dude, and I and ILY truly, man, like that kid's gonna blow up. Like his music's kind of crazy. It gets kind of ridiculous, and like it makes you laugh. And sometimes you go, why the fuck would he put that on tape? But the thing is. Everyone says that when they hear it, and that's what makes it great. And uh, so all those dudes, but anyway, all those dudes, they um, are really killing it right now. And uh, just go go find them. You know, Luke Jackson, Dre Morrow, um, Miggy Bars, ILY Truly, obviously Domo Banks, um, the young JP. I mean, he, I don't, he doesn't do anything media-wise, So, but if you want to find him on Facebook, you know, he's a good guy to know. Um that's really about it. And I'm going to get into the five facts smackdown now, if I can pull it up. Uh, the five facts smackdown, man, I see this is the, this is the thing about the five facts smackdown when it's been a long time. I forget how to read. Let's try, let's try to read the five facts smackdown. Five facts smackdown. I guess we're getting smart now. Okay. The five facts smackdown by the young JP, Josh Plumblimsky. Before we get to uh, another, before we get to the facts, before we get to the facts, I would like to clear up something from last week. The fact about Easy E was not a typo; it, it was, in fact, two thousand five hundred dollar donation. Keep in mind that twenty nine years ago, in nineteen ninety one, one hundred dollars would be li- roughly one thousand. I mean, one hundred ninety two dollars and twelve cents today. Wow, he oh, so exact. Uh oh, uh, so. Realistically, it was more like he donated $5,171.48. So fucking what, dude? Okay, so if you guys don't remember the fact from last week, Eze got to meet the president because he donated $2,500. Like, dude. Oops. Dude. And And then the young JPs was like, he's like, well, okay, well, 29 years ago, keep in mind that it was actually like five grand. Okay, so... Buy some knee pads. So, if I, dude, can I go meet the president? I don't. I'm not. Uh, I would. I would meet Donald Trump. If I. All right. So if I can. If I donated five thousand dollars right now, I could go meet the president. Do you know what I mean? That still seems kind of weird, doesn't it? That still seems a little weird that that's that's a thing, because any normal dude, like I have, like I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you guys how much money I have, but I got bags. Pops got bags, and I could take five grand and just give it to some shit and meet the president. I, Donald Trump, I probably wouldn't want want to spend five grand on meeting, but like maybe the next one, depending on who it is. I want who are you guys voting for? I want to I, I want to know. Email email us at what are you doing podcast at gmail and we'll do a poll who are you voting for. Um, fact one for the five facts Macdown. Eminem just released his eleventh album, Music to Be Murdered By. The title was inspired by an Alfred. Hitchcock album, one of the same one of the same name. Eminem reacted to Eminem recreated the iconic cover 
art and even used sampling of the filmmaker's voice in his intro and outro. Yes, he did. Um, dude, you know, that, man, that CD was something else. Now, everybody knows. Everybody should understand. Eminem is no longer making pop music, dude. He's no longer doing, hi, my name is, you know what I mean? He's not making pop music anymore. Now, there's it, pop hip-hop, you know what I'm talking about? You guys know what the fuck I'm talking about. He's making bars after bars after bars after bars after bars. He's strictly emceeing. He's strictly doing the art of it, dude. That's what he's doing. It's just art, period. That's it now. He's not doing any, he's not, he's not trying to make hits. He's trying to show the world what the art can be. He's trying to, he's trying to paint new pictures. You know what I mean? And he's doing it right. And I obviously like, is it stuff I'm going to be like, yeah, all the fucking time, every day of my life? No, but if I want to be impressed, I'm going to listen to it. When, when you Google the world's biggest, uh, you know, ball of twine you know it's that same thing that's what he's doing his his new his new music is the world's biggest of everything that's what's happening he's showing his goat and uh i think it's cool and i think uh, listening to it and dissecting uh his rhyme schemes and stuff are one of my have always been one of my favorite things to do and it, and with this stuff it's unbelievable man it's unbelievable what he's doing and uh i think it was cool i really liked it uh, he had that song with juice that was cool fact two for the five facts smackdown in the civilian world a commonly used time system is the 12-hour system where the same notation of time appears twice a day as a result both of these need to be different uh differentiated by a.m p.m this makes it easy to confuse time frames in the military world a slight confusion can be fatal Therefore, the military had to adopt 24-hour clock system, which estimates, uh, which eliminates the confusion. The system is also popular in firms, institutions, and many businesses where a time m- misread can cause losses. There you have it, Tech on Military Time Explained. No, I, okay, okay. Did I say something about this on the last episode? I don't even remember. Probably, but like, yeah, okay, but like, okay, you know, that's fine. I, use, I have to use military time at work. It's fine. I get it. it. It flows through me. I don't have to think about it anymore, but the thing is, dude, it's irritating when, let's say, a 20-year-old young lady who works at Starbucks keeps her phone on military time oops buy some knee pads not special oh i should get that button not special dude you're not special you're annoying same thing with people who have never been in the military both using military time and wearing camo in public dude oops you're gonna wear camo in public dude then hide you know, dude, you're going to just be in Kinko's, in camo, hide, at least be behind a fucking door, like acting like you're hiding and then be camo- camoed up from what's in behind you with the door. 
have door camo, you know? Don't just have woods ass camo and wear it everywhere. If and the thing is, the thing is like you can be like, oh, they might have just been hunting. They weren't. They're at Kinkos. Oh, they could have just been hunting. Oh, they weren't. They're at Starbucks. You know, didn't get just back from car, dude. Didn't just get back from hunting. You're just wearing camo in public. And I do. I feel like, and. When dudes wear their army fatigues everywhere, that's tight. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm part of the armed forces. If you need me, I'm right here. I have special skills. If something goes down, take a look at me. Give me a wink, wink. I'll I'll point you towards the exits. I know what the fuck to do. You know? That's cool, man. That's cool. I dig that. But when dudes were in the army for, like, they went through boot camp and were in the army for like a week and a half, and then like twenty years later, they're wearing their fatigue still. Uh oh. Oops. That's sad. Or dudes that just wear army fatigues and have never been in the army, just because they think it looks cool. It doesn't. That's not the point of it. I mean, okay, technically it kind of does look badass, but only because of the badassery that comes with it. It we associate it with badassery. You know what I mean? But in re- all reality, fashion-wise, doesn't look that cool, dude. But if you're gonna if you're gonna be in the army and you're wearing it and you're out being like, hey, if anything goes down, look at your boy. I got it, dude. If someone starts choking on a bullet because they swallowed it because people are throwing bullets, you know, who knows? I got it. I'll stick a straw in his in his lung. You know, I'll stick one of these metal straws from uh from Starbucks in his lung, and then he'll be breathing out the lung, and then I'll I'll do I'll call I'll get my big ass radio from the forever ago days. Over, someone hap some hap happened over, and then you know, and then the bad guys come in and I shoot them all up, dude. Awesome, cool. This guy knows his shit, but dude, if I swear to God, dude, if people that aren't in the army are just rocking around in fatigues, dude, I will point at you and be like he's not in the army just to be a dick uh where was i i'm sorry dude i don't even know how i got on that factory for the five facts smackdown australia has over ten thousand beaches you could visit a new beach every day for over twenty seven thousand years dude okay i okay now okay real quick the young jp it's a good fact not saying anything's wrong with the young JP's work. What I'm saying is whoever whoever straight up made that fact, like made that like put that out there, is a dick, dude. Australia is basically a giant island. Just because you say this is the end of this beach and this beach starts here at this tree doesn't mean it's a different beach. All the same beach. Okay, you want two beaches, one for one half and one for the other? Cool. But to say there's like a gajillion billion beaches, dude. Fuck off. You know, way too many beaches. Just, just have two, and then have the dudes that own pieces of it just be like, "I own this piece. It's cool. I own this beach. I own this piece of left beach." You know. Uh, fact four for the five facts: SmackDown. Japan, a country of 127 million people, rarely have more than 10 gun deaths per year. In Japan, if you would like to own a gun, you must attend an all-day class, 
pass a written test, and achieve 95% accuracy during a shooting range test. They have to pass a mental health evaluation, which takes place as a, at a hospital, and pass a background check. This includes their criminal record, interviews with the family and friends. If they pass, they are all only allowed to purchase shotguns and air rifles. No handguns. Every three years, they must retake the class and initial exam. They were the first nation to impose gun laws and truly laid a bedrock, saying that guns should not pay, play a part in civilian society. There are 41 mass shootings and 211 deaths in the U.S. in 2019. Now, people always get in trouble for this one, and I don't really give a shit, dude. That sounds great. Honestly, sure. I don't care. That sounds great. I don't have a gun. I don't want a gun. You know? And if I want one, I want it to be hard to get one. I want I want I want it to be super hard to get one. And people are like, "Well, we have guns just in case the uh we have guns just in case the government decides to to get uh try to kill us. We can kill them first." Okay, dude. You know what? You know what also works, dude? Just not doing stuff, you know? The government comes around, starts doing some Nazi stuff, you know? Team up. Make a team. Figure it out. Use use some brains. You ain't got to go shooting everybody, you know? That's that's one of the weird weird I mean, obviously if they have a ton of guns, it's going to be really tough. And, but the thing is, it would be possible. But at the same time, I, I'm just saying, in general, what, when would that happen? You know, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of guns. I feel like I'll I'll go to a shooting range and rent a gun at the shooting range, pop off a couple of rounds. You know what I mean? I would do that. Why not? That sounds fun. But I don't feel like people should just be walking around with them. You know, especially dudes. I know dudes that have gun licenses that, like, I don't know. I like that aren't good people. I know I straight up know a dude that is that is like self-proclaimed racist and he has a gun license. So what the fuck? You know? Cuz there's something wrong with his brain, obviously. If someone's like, "Oh, I don't like people because of the color of their skin." Dude, like that's an evolution problem. You know, the genes weren't all right in his family, you know? So Shouldn't have a gun. Shit like that. And, like, if I piss him off, who knows? You know? Anyway. Uh, God, God. Man, guns get, get, get me heated. Fact five for the five facts smackdown. The term cheesehead actually started as a term the German sh- soldiers used to insult the Dutch during the World War II. These days, the term used for to describe a cheese-loving Wisconsinite. The first cheesehead was worn at a Brewers game, not Packer game. Uh-oh. And it was a couch cushion with holes buried, <laughs> burned into the foam, and painted yellow. That's cool as shit. That's cool to know. I really like that. It makes more sense to be at a, on a Packers field, but whatever. Uh, that's cool. I did not know that at all. Cheesehead. Uh, remember when fucking, I'm a cheesehead. Y'all, cheese whiz. Uh, Lil Wayne did that song for the uh, Super Bowl. I think they lose that year, too. I don't know. What time is How far did we get? Oh, shit. Yeah, I got to go, guys. I got to go. I got to go. Got to go. Got to go right now. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. 
and uh, keep sharing the podcast. Stay cool. Stay kind. This was the What Are You Doing Podcast.